the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time now for New Hope Radio on AM 1100 KFAX. This program is the radio ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship in Hayward, a place of healing and restoration. Now here's today's message of hope. And say this when they say, Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. God, we thank you for your word today. We thank you that your word is going to give life as we apply it. Hope you guys heard that. Your word will give life as we apply your word. Your word won't give life if we are just hearers of your word. Your word gives life if we're hearers and doers of your word. Last week, we jumped into a series that we're going to continue on for a while. And amen. And I and it's really blessing me as I just dive into surviving the times, surviving the times. We learned last week that we're living in perilous times. We're living in difficult times. We're living in hard times. We are. We are. We are. It's craziness going on. We know it. We see it. We hear it. Some of us are too caught up in it. And not caught up enough in the promises of God. We're too caught up in the promises of man. And we're too caught up in the promises of what things have been given to us or promised to us rather than the word of God. He said in his word, and that's what we talked about last week, establishing a relationship with the Lord. And for some of you that have established, press into that relationship so that you are standing on the word, the sure foundation, the word of God, because it says all other ground is sinking sand. I'm going to tell you the only person that I give the kind of reverence that many are giving reverence to man to is the Lord Jesus Christ. He is the author and finisher of my faith. He is the one that died for me, became my shame. Come on, became our shame that we might become the righteousness of God. So the word of God, the word of God is my hope. The word of God is my truth, is my truth. I don't always like what I'm reading. I don't always like what I'm being challenged to do, but the word of God is my truth. Surviving the times. Let's go to Ephesians, the sixth chapter. And I'm going to start at the 10th verse. Paul was writing to the church at Ephesus. And many believe that he wasn't writing to just the church at Ephesus, but to the body of Christ. And he's in prison at this time, but he wants to encourage. Look at that. He's in prison, but he wants to encourage the people of God through a letter that lets them know who they are. He starts off Ephesians by saying, hey, you are called of God. Before the foundations of the world, he knew you. He had fellowship with you. 
He starts off telling the body of Christ, you got to know who you are because the times are going to come and they're going to challenge you in some things. It's going to challenge you in some things. It's going to make you feel like, man, am I really saved? Have you really ever thought that like, man, am I, ah, man, am I, this feeling that I'm feeling right now, I don't know if I'm blessed. I don't know if I'm saved. I don't know if I'm delivered. I don't know if I'm, and, and, and the word of God is saying, don't go off of the feeling, go off of the truth that's found in the word of God. Because the times that we're living in are times that are challenging and trying to make us believe a lie rather than live in the truth. Look at the 10th verse. He says, as I conclude this letter, I want you to do one thing. I want you to be strong in the Lord, to be strong in the Lord, all right, which means to be empowered, to be empowered through the union you have with him. To be empowered, look, the reason why I'm not falling is because now unto him that is able to keep me from falling and present me faultless. Now, it's not me. I can't present myself faultless. But now unto him that is able to keep me from falling and present me faultless. Who gave me joy? The Lord did. Who gave me strength? The Lord did. Because the joy of the Lord is my strength. Who healed me? The Lord did because he's a Lord God that heals. Who picked me up and turned me around? The Lord did because he picks us up and brings us out. Who called me out of darkness into the marvelous light? The Lord did. It wasn't anybody. It wasn't a program. It wasn't a man. It was the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise God for who he's put around me. I praise God for some of the programs I've been introduced to. But I can never forget that it was the Lord, the author and creator of all things, that established, look at this, my going and my coming. It's not how great I am, it's how great he is. Oh, you ought to say that. It's not how great I am, it's how great he is. So he says this, he says, be strong in the Lord. Don't give up, be empowered through the union you have with him. Be empowered through the union you have with him. Why? Because the union that you have with him is both legal and spiritual. All right, look at that. The union you have with the Lord Jesus Christ is both legal and spiritual. Legal, why? Because Roman 8, Roman 8 talks about this. It says, we have not received, again, the spirit of bondage. Now that I'm in Christ Jesus, I'm no longer bound. Come on, you got to just say that. I'm no longer bound. You got to believe that. I'm no longer bound. I'm no longer bound. I've been made whole by Jesus Christ. I've been, look at it, I've been washed new by the blood of Jesus. Look at this. So I have received, instead of the spirit of bondage, the spirit of adoption. I received the spirit of adoption, which means that I'm a son legally. I'm not a son just in words. I'm a son legally. All right. He says this. Not only am I an heir of God, I'm a joint heir with Christ Jesus. That's a legal statement there. I am legally his son. And because I'm his son and because you are his daughter, we have rights. We have rights. 
All right. That cannot be taken away. We learned this week while we were doing our fasting and praying. We learned this week this, that that we have a priceless inheritance that cannot be changed. Oh, man, through the power of God, it cannot be changed. We have a priceless inheritance. I'm a son and it can't be changed. I wish somebody would try to tell my kids that they're not mine or, or try to take. They'll, they'll fight just as much as I would fight. My son would be like, you crazy. I know who I am. I know I'm you. you, I don't know who you think you are, but I know who I am. That's the same kind of mindset that we have to have in Christ Jesus. We are legally the son and daughter of God. We are legally the son and daughter of God. Legally, spiritually, because we have become like him as we behold him. We have become like him as we behold him. Look at that. Isn't that awesome? I become like the Lord because I behold him. So my union with him gives me the legal right and the spiritual authority. Oh, I like that. I got the legal right and the spiritual authority. Amen. That comes with being strong in the Lord. All right. I draw my strength from that. So so draw your strength from him. That strength, which is, look, which is his boundless might, his boundless might provides. God says, I'm not just sitting on the throne and doing nothing. I'm sitting on the throne and acting on your behalf. You got to see this. My boundless might provides for you. Lord, thank you for your boundless might that provides for me. You should wake up every morning and say, Lord, thank you for your boundless might that provides for me today. Ah, glory to God. Lord, you're going to give me my daily bread because your boundless might provides for me. There's no limits to what you can do. There's no limits, God. You are limitless, God. You can do anything but fail. Look at that. Look at God. God, thank you for your boundless mind. So I'm strong because I have a legal right to be strong, and I draw strength from the fact that you, your boundless might is working on my behalf. I'm never alone. Here comes the enemy. Look at you, you're all by yourself. No, I'm never alone because this boundless mind is working on my behalf. I draw strength from the fact that he's for me and never against me. He's for me. God, you're for me? I've experienced so many people against me, but you love me and you're for me. In spite of all that I've done, in spite of my down sittings, in spite of my habits, in spite of my hurt. See, we've done a poor job because we try to tell people because they have hurt habits and hangups that, that, that God's against them or God's going to get them. God is for you. He's for you. Through his strength, through his strength, we stand. Through his power, we stand. My union that's both legal and spiritual gives me the strength to stand. And then I draw from the boundless might that the Lord provides and I become unmovable. Look at that. 
I'm unmoved. I wish I had Jeremy right now because I just like pushing him around. And, and he's like, don't be yanking me around anymore, Pastor Tim. But I like pushing him. But I realize that when he knows that I'm getting ready to push him, he sort of positions himself where it's a little harder to push him. If I just call him up and I just start pushing him without him knowing what I'm going to do, he sort of gets off balance. But when he knows that I'm getting ready to push him or yank on him, he sort of like strengthens up. Can I can I encourage you to know that the enemy is going to constantly be trying to push you? Don't ever be caught off guard. The scripture says actually be sober and vigilant. Actually, always have your feet rooted in the word of God. Always have your feet ready for a push. He's going to try to push you with depression. He's going to try to push you with anxiety. He's going to try to push you with your addiction. He's going to try to push you with the things that you go through. Loneliness, brokenness, broken home, broken marriage. He's going to try to push you. He's going to try to push you with these thoughts that you're nobody. But if you have your feet firm on the word of God, that's when you're steadfast and unmovable. And doing what? Always abounding in the work of the Lord. And I realized that my work, my work is to stand still and be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. I don't have to be God. I have to be me. But through me, God shows himself strong and mighty. Pastor Tim, but there's so much going on in my life. If you only knew, I want you to go to Psalms 91 real quick with me. Just go there real quick. I want to just read a couple of verses. All right. Look what he, look what he says here. He says this. He who dwells in the secret place and, 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 oh man, Pastor Randy, the Lord gave me this. He helped me understand secret. I've been reading this all my life. He helped me understand what secret. He, this is what he said. Secret means this. That is only revealed by his spirit. It's not secret to you because it's revealed by the spirit of God. See, as I'm led by the spirit of God, I find myself in the secret place of the most high. That's why the enemy doesn't want me to be led by God, because he doesn't want me to ever find that secret place, that hiding place in the Lord. He said, he who abides in that secret place of the most high shall remain stable. Are you feeling a little unstable? Are you feeling a little on edge? Maybe it's because you're not being led to that secret place that's only revealed by the Holy Spirit. No, you don't need another vitamin. No, you don't need your coffee. No, you don't need to lay down. Yeah, maybe sometimes you need to lay down too. But but what I need to tell you that you need to do most of all is be led by the Spirit of God to that secret place because it's in that secret place that I remain stable. And look what it says here. And fixed under the shadow of the Almighty. I'm not moved. I'm prepared for battle. I'm prepared for battle. I'm prepared for the push. I'm prepared for the wind. I'm prepared for the rain. I'm prepared to be lied on. I'm prepared to be used. Huh? Why? Because I'm not naive to how the enemy is going to come. I'm prepared. I'm fixed. 
in my position. My mind is fixed. My mind is made up. My heart is fixed. My heart is fixed. You can't tell me that the Lord doesn't love me. Why? Because he's revealing it constantly in the secret place of the most high. The spirit of the Lord has led me to a place where I'm constantly hearing the promises of God. I'm constantly being reminded about how much he is for me. So in that I am fixed. I know who I am. I know who I am because I'm in a place where I'm constantly being reminded of who I am. Not in this place where I got to remind myself I'm in a place where the spirit of the Lord is reminding me that secret place of the most high. He says, if you do that, if you do that, you will remain stable and fixed. No power of a foe can withstand how God is going to be for you. And then the second verse says this, I will say to you, Lord, you are my refuge. You are my fortress. Lord, you are my refuge. You are my fortress. You are the power, God, hallelujah, that no power can stand up against. You are the power that no power can stand up against. You are the healing power in my life. You are the joy in my life. You are the peace in my life. God, you, God, hallelujah, you are my refuge. You are my strength. I can begin to just talk about how great you are because in that place that's secret, that's only revealed built by the Holy Spirit, God, I begin to realize who I am and I don't need affirmation from man, even though it feels good to be affirmed by men. But what is it to be affirmed by man and never by God? Because man's affirmations will come and leave in minutes, but God's affirmation is eternal. It's there that I'm reminded that legally I'm his son. It is there that I'm reminded that I'm blessed going in and coming out. It is there that I'm reminded that I'm healed. It is there that I'm reminded, hallelujah, that I'm ahead, the head and not the tail. It is there that I'm reminded that I'm forgiven. It is there that I'm reminded that I'm made whole. It is there that I'm reminded, hallelujah, that I'm blessed. I'm blessed not because of anything that I've done, because of what he's done for me. He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, my God. I can take ownership of him. As he takes ownership of me, I take ownership of him. I call him my God. He's not something or someone that I'm trying to get to. He's someone that I'm in the presence of. He's my God. He's my daddy. On him, I lean and rely. And I love what Pastor Randy said earlier when we were talking. He says, that word trust is there. I trust in you, God. I have an expectation. I don't know about you, but I have an expectation. My kids have an expectation that when they turn on the light switch or flip it, it turns on lights. They have expectation when they go and turn on the water faucet, it comes out. They have expectation that when they go to the refrigerator, there's food in the refrigerator. And if it's not, they will question why it's not. And if something is there, not there that they want, they have no problem saying uh, there's something missing. Why? Because they know legally we are supposed to provide for them. It is in that place that I have an expectation. And in him, I confidently trust. I confidently trust. So this is what he says in the 11th verse. All right, I want to read two verses here, 11 and 12, and then I'll be done. 
He says, put on the whole armor, Ephesians 6, 11. Put on the whole armor, the whole heavy armed supply that the Lord has given you. Put on the whole armor that you may be able, look at this, to successfully stand up against all the strategies and deceits of the devil. Now, when I read this, I realized, oh, that's why we are not standing up against the strategies of the devil is because we're not armored. We don't have on everything. We don't have on all the things that we need to have on. We're being careless in how we dress. I was in Chicago one time and man, it was cold. I said, I can't never come back here. It's too cold. Literally, my toes were like spread through the whole time that I was there. And somebody told me, he says, you cold? I say, I say, yeah, man. He says, he says, that's that hawk coming off the river. And I looked up in the air for a hawk. I was like, what, what hawk are you talking about? He says, no, man, that's that wind chill coming off the river. He said, you know what's the problem? He says, you came to Chicago with California clothes. I said, what does that mean? He says, out here, our thread is different. I said, really? He said, yeah, our fabric is different out here. So you're coming out here with the fabric that works in California. Do you know that's why we take off the cloaks of unrighteousness and put on the cloaks of righteousness? You know why we do that? You know why God clothes us with righteousness? Because it has a different kind of fabric. My cloak can't handle being talked about, but the cloak of the Lord can. My cloak wants to fight my enemy, but the righteousness, the righteousness of the Lord, the cloak of the Lord makes me love my enemies. My cloak wants me to fight those that despitefully use me, but the cloak of the Lord says, pray for those who despitefully use them. And when I find myself not being able to withstand the strategies of the enemy and getting caught up in anger and getting caught up in frustration, I have to check my clothes, make sure I haven't put on something that I used to wear. It is no longer cute. I got to wear the armor of the Lord. I got to make sure that I'm clothed correctly so that I can be successful in my stance because the enemy is coming. Peter said it best. He said this. He said, the enemy is constantly seeking whom he may devour, walking around like a roaring lion. We know that Jesus is the lion of Judah, but here's the enemy walking around like a roaring lion. Why? Because he's looking for those who are not clothed. He's looking for those who are not in that secret place of the most high. Because if you're not in that secret place of the most high, then in that moment, you're not being led by the Holy Spirit. So he wants to attack us when we're not clothed. He wants to attack us when we're out in the open. He wants to attack us when we're not really believing what God has said about us. He has a strategy. He's deceitful. He's seeking whom he may devour. But the scripture says, but through your faith. Through your faith, stand up against him. Through your faith, don't be moved. Through your faith, have confidence. Through your faith, have an expectation. Through your faith, know that God is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or expect. Twelve verses I close. Look at this. It says this. For we are not wrestling or, uh, look at this. 
Look, we're not dealing with an oppression that comes from the flesh or blood. We are contending not just with the physical, but we're contending with those things that are spiritual. Look at that. We're wrestling against an oppressive plan which is of the enemy so there's two plans and i want you i want to leave this with you today there's two plans there's the plan of god and then there's the plan of the enemy i got to understand that the plan of the enemy all right is to attack me on a regular basis never stopping while i'm looking for me to slip up looking for me not to be ready looking for me not to be standing in the power of the Lord. So the plan of the enemy, which never stops, is constantly looking for an opportunity, a crack in the door, so he can get in and attack my hurts, attack my habits, attack my hangups, bring up some old stuff. But here's the plan of God. God is saying, because you are legally mine, through the blood of Jesus, because you are legally mine, my plan for you supersedes the plans of the enemy. As a matter of fact, I love this that the Lord gave me years ago. Nothing that the enemy tries to speak into my life or speak around my life can supersede what God has already spoken over my life. So the plan of God is more powerful than the plan of the enemy. So I stand in his plan. Knowing that I'm going to be attacked. Oh my God, I can't believe this happened. Knowing I'm going to be attacked. Knowing that the enemy is coming. But as he comes, he better know one thing. That I'm standing on the word of God. He better know one thing. That I'm being strong in the Lord and in the power of his mind. He better know that I am hiding in him because he is my refuge and my strength. He is my keeper He is my hope and with expectation, with expectation, I know that God is going to do it for me once again. He's going to keep me from falling and present me faultless. Father, thank you today for your word. Your word that gives us life and understanding. Your word that gives us hope. Your word that reminds us that We are strong in you and in the power of your might. God bless you. This has been New Hope Radio, a ministry of New Hope Christian Fellowship. You're invited to worship with them at 22110 Montgomery Street in Hayward. Services are held Sundays at 10 a.m. For other service times and more information, see New Hope Christian Fellowship online at nhcfonline.org. That's nhcfonline.org. Join us next week at this time for New Hope Radio here on AM 1100 KFAX. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn. 
deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.